Pastors Larry and Tiz welcome you to another New Beginnings Church podcast. Go deeper into God's Word with practical messages and lifestyle studies that will equip, inspire, and encourage you in your relationship with Jesus. Get ready to be fit for life. Well, I want to talk about something that all of us, we have it. Gifts and talents. <laughs> and a lot of times we don't realize that and, and it feels like, you know, we're not doing anything good with our lives. But we all have been called. We are all created unique, you know. And there's a circle of influence. There's people that are around you that can be blessed by your gifts and talents. Amen. I mean, I know that I have talents. And I know that I have gifts. So let's talk about what is a gift or a talent. A gift and talent is something that you are not only good at, but it's something that you have a desire to do, okay? So when you're using that gift, you are filled with joy and power. Very important for you to understand that. If you're able to identify something that you are good at, that you're, it, it makes you happy. For instance, let me tell you, I worked for almost six years at Christ for the Nations as the business manager, okay? I was good at, at, at what I was doing, you know? I was able to, when I came in at Christ for the Nations, Every semester, they were finishing the semester with more than half a million dollars outstanding, okay, with students owing money to the school. I mean, there was, there was at least $3 million out there that they never went after. I did talk to Dr. Lindsay at the time, and he was like, no, we don't want to be seen by, you know, going after people. And I was like, okay, but they're getting something. <laughs> you know, they're, they're getting an education. They're, they're staying here. It costs money for us to uh, house them over here. But amen, I understand his heart. And that's why God is always there blessing them. You know, they go through their struggles here and there. But God is always, always blessing Christ for the nations, you know. And, and I don't ever see that place closing its doors, you know, uh, uh, unless Jesus is, it's here, you know, coming back for the church, you know. But uh, I came in and I started doing some researches and I was able to make change that actually brought down the, those uh, semesters that we were closing a half a million dollars. When I left, there was only $13,000 uh, outstanding. Yeah, crazy. Why? Because I was good at it, but I don't believe that was my calling you see what i'm saying it didn't bring me joy you know there's certain things that we do that we're good at but it's not really what god called you to do and i know that it was a training process for me god was training me god was teaching me how to say no brazilians they have a huge issue i can identify when i when i talk to Brazilians, like, I definitely know that I'm Brazilian. Because they don't know how to say no. And they say yes for everything. And that's a huge mistake. You know, at Christ for the Nations, God taught us, me and my wife, that we had to say no. Because we always said yes. Always said yes. And what happens is a lot of times you, you just put so much on you, you overload yourself. And guess what? That yes, sometimes it won't be fulfilled. How many times I heard pastors when I, I uh, back in 2003, I recorded, um, it was my second album. 
you know, and I signed up with a record label in Brazil. I don't know if you guys know, but I do sing. Not anymore. I mean, I sing here and there. But I recorded a, a, a CD back then. It was CD. We were, it was digital, but it was digital in a, on a CD. And I remember so many pastors telling me, yes, I'm going to have you over. I want you to. But they were just being politically, you know, just trying to be, keep, keep, keep us on the good side. At the end of the day, they were just saying out of their mouths, but it wasn't in their hearts. You know, so we got to be so careful because what we say, what we say yes to, we must fulfill. Okay, very important. So I remember at Christ for the Nations, God training me to say no. And it took me a lot of no's for me to clean up the, the accounts. I prayed with every single student that walked in my, uh, in my office Probably remembers the times that I would come home. I was so tired. I didn't want to talk to my kids or my wife. So I understood that that wasn't the, I, I had a gift in me to, to, to do the job, but it wasn't what God really called. That was actually a talent. <laughs> that was actually a talent, but it wasn't something I wasn't working. I wasn't walking on my gifts. Does it make sense? So it's very important that we understand that. I was able to clean up the accounts. I was able to learn how to say no, which I'm still working a little bit. Sometimes I, I say yes and, you know, God's still dealing with me. But it's important, you know. Sometimes we may discover that we have some skills at something. But when we do it, we are miserable. And it got to the point that I was miserable. I would come home. Because pa- I have a pastor's heart. And I'll tell you, I love my, my greatest gift and talent is, you know, I, I, I tell people that I, God gave me the gift of connecting ministries, people, connecting people, putting the dots together, putting the puzzle, you know, aligning things. You know, it's just funny how God just puts me in places where, man, I know someone that needs this. Okay, let me call so-and-so. Oh, I know somebody that needs a car. Oh, okay, let me call Mitch. Okay, I need somebody. You you see what I'm saying? That's a gift that I have, you know. And God at Christ for the Nations allowed me to be there for training. So we go through some things that makes us miserable, but God is allowing us to go through training, the other day I was watching, you know, people talk about Joe Austin and his message all, uh, you know, it's all, uh, what do they say? It's, yeah, motivational, motivational. But guess what, man? He's a man of God. And I love listening to Joe Austin, you know. I was listening to the story behind his church, you know, how his, his dad was the one that founded the church. There was only like 90 people in the church forever and ever. And his dad never allowed his dreams to die down. And he said, God, one day is going to do something. Listen, if God promised you something, you walk on your gifts and talents, do what you're supposed to do at, at that right time, God will do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter if you're 90 years of age. It doesn't matter where you're standing right now. What matters is that if God said something, he will fulfill that promise. You know, and I was listening to Joe and he was saying, listen, when my daddy started the program on TV, he needed to get somebody to listen to the sermons, work at the studio, listen to the sermons and then condense the sermons. I'll preach 45 minutes, but then you have to make the, the, the sermon into 25 minutes and it still has to make sense. So his dad actually got Joe to do that. Joe wasn't a pastor. 
He was just working at the studio and he would spend hours. He said, sometimes I would have to listen to my dad five times the same message to make sure that it would make sense condensing it to 25 minutes so people could still listen to the message and, and, and take something from that, you know? And he would question himself. Hey, he had a talent, but he wasn't walking on his gift, you know? And he didn't understand why he had to go through that for so long. And his mind is, maybe I'm going to be working at a TV station in the future. Who knows? Guess what? His first sermon was preached like a week before his dad died. That was the first time that he preached his first sermon. And what he understood from that training was that God was allowing him to learn the Bible because he heard his dad quoting Bible verses back and forth. You know, God was allowing him to what? <laughs> hear, uh, you hear the stories that he tells? You know, a lot of them he learned from his dad. You know, so he was doing training during that time. So how many times we feel like we have something, you know, and you do have it, but you're not walking in, in, in the gift that God wants you to walk in. So, you know, the, the, the thing is this, just be happy where you are. <laughs> just be happy where you are. And, and, and don't, don't, don't ever quit or don't ever complain because you are going through a process where God is going to take you you know, at the right time, you're going to be able to give it to others. You know, if it brings you no joy and drains your life energy while doing it, it's not one of your gifts. Okay? Let me de 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 define uh, gifts and talents, okay? So what is a talent or a gift? How can we identify ourselves with that? Uh, the dictionary, Webster Dictionary says this, that a talent is a characteristic feature, apt aptitude, is that how you say it? A disposition of a person uh, or disposition of a person, the natural endowments of a person, okay? A, sp a special, often athletic, creative, or artistic aptitude, okay? That's what the dictionary says about talents. It also says that a gift is something that is notable, capacity, talent, or endowment, okay? So it's important that we know this. A gift is something that normally it's being transferred from one person to, a, to another, right? No, hey, I have a gift for you. You know, how many of you enjoy receiving gifts? You know, God is open to give you gifts. And let me say this. This just came up. I remember hearing this. This is so important. Your gifts and talents will get you to high places. But if you don't have the character of God... Okay, <laughs> it would take you up there, but the same same way you get upstairs, uh, up there, you get down because you must have the character and integrity that comes from God. You know, a lot of times we see all these. How many times we hear on TV, so and so fell in sin. They are one of the biggest pastors uh, 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 on the nation, and then suddenly. Somehow, I'm not saying that they are not godly. No, because if they got there, you know, God gave them something. And I, I feel like some, somehow uh, along the way, you know, they opened a, a gap to the eminent to come in. And guess what? They didn't work on their character. So it's so important that I, I believe these three go together. You know, you must, for you to walk in your gifts, you must make sure that you're working on your character. You know, Christ for the Nations, they had some stupid policies. You know, things as don't walk on the grass. 
I mean, I'm like, dude, why? I mean, come on, <laughs> you know? But it was building my character, you know? It was the fact that you don't walk on the grass because you're just being told to not walk on the grass. You don't drink any alcohol. In my whole life, I, I, I see my parents drinking wine. I drink a little wine, nothing wrong with that. But during the time I was there, there was an authority over me. And I was there for 10 years. I didn't put one glass of wine during the time I was there. Why? Because it was under the authority of Christ for the nations. That is God working in my character and teaching me. You know, I came in, they took me to an encounter. They had this thing called encounter where they clean you up. You know, we, we actually need, we're working on bringing back uh, what we used to have here in the past with Pastor Guy. What was it called? Um, restore. Yeah, where, where they go deep in your soul and, and, and it works on things that you have to clean up, you know. Man, I remember being a pastor coming in and I had all these rating R movies in my house. I had all these music and, and they, they cleaned me up. They, they, they ministered to my life that day. I was like, my wife, I came home. I got to throw this out. I got to throw this out. You know, it was God working so I can walk in my gifts, so I can walk with the talents that he's giving me. You know, it's so important. There's not just a chosen few of us who are the fortunate ones and are blessed with them. No, every single one, you are not, let me start by saying this, you are not a mistake. You are not an accident. It doesn't matter, I came out of a wedlock. It doesn't matter. If you're alive, you are not a mistake. God has something for you. There's a purpose for your life. Each and every one of us has a gift to express. And it's important that we understand that these gifts or talents are there so that we may share with each other and all the world. Why do we have these gifts and talents? So we may share with each other and all the world. You know, some people are really good in painting. Let me ask you, what do you feel like you're, you're gift at? Loving and giving. You love feeding the people. Okay, what about you, sister? Your smile. I'll tell you, that, that's a gift. I mean, do you know how much it says our body language can say a lot about the person? And our body language can also change someone's lives. That yes, that good morning, that smile that you have, it's a gift. But what, what do you recognize you as? Cleaning. Okay, probably we know when we need to clean the house, we know who to call. <laughs> She's going to do it free because she loves it. <laughs> Free of charge. Anybody go to our sister here. No, hey, if that's something that brings you, you joy, amen, that's a, that's a great gift. You know, that's a great gift that you have. And I'll I tell you, I, I, I hate when I walk into someone's house and it's dirty and filthy. You know, I like walking into clean houses. So that's a great gift. What about you, my sister? Come on, listening to people. That's important. You know, nowadays, you know, we're so quick to talk, to speak. 
and we don't listen. You know, this generation nowadays, they think they know everything because they don't listen. <laughs> they just, you know, they see everything on social media and what they see on social media, it's, they don't go to the encyclopedia no more. <laughs> they don't read the Bible no more. <laughs> I saw a TV show the other day and the guy asked, um, what was, what was the, the question? Uh, um, I can't think of the question right now, but it was it was a Bible question, and and the people came behind answering the question. They had no clue of the Bible, and I was like, man, I was shocked. Okay, that's you know that's the easiest thing to answer, and you're telling me this that has nothing to do with it. So people are clueless right now, you know. So it's important for us to listen. What about you, Sister Laura? Amen. Pablo? Serving. Mitch? Creating wealth. I need to walk with you. Come on. Come on, bro. I need to walk with you. Jesus. I got cleaning services and I got an, uh, 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 somebody that's going to help with my finances. Come on. That's good. You know, that's important that we recognize that. You know? And walk in the gifts that you have. You know, let me say this, whatever it is, God's behind it. Whatever it is, whatever your gifts are, God will always be behind it. Okay. He just doesn't bless us with talents or skills so we can get noticed or earn lots of cash. Okay. It's so important that we understand this. He just doesn't give us gifts and talents so we can just have success in life. No, listen, more and more. Through the, term, through the times that we're going right now, more and more I understand my purpose in life. And I tell my kids, I don't want to navigate an autopilot. <laughs> I don't want to just, you know, <laughs> trying to bring an example here. I don't want to be a vegetable. Live life just to live life. I want to make a difference. You know, we are living in a season that we have to use our gifts and talents. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, make a difference in someone's life, someone's life right now. Listen, honestly, Matthew 24, it's right here in our faces. You know, the agendas that are pushing on our kids, the things, this thing with COVID. Uh, I was just telling uh, our sister back there that uh, WHO, which is the World Health Organization, they just announced this week telling people not to take the booster. First, they tell us, go ahead and take the booster. Now they're saying, don't take the booster because in the long, long run, it will hurt your immune system. They don't know what's going on. They don't know. They don't know. This virus, it, it was definitely released. There's an agenda behind this, you know? And, and, and they're, what are they trying to do? They're trying to put fear on us. They're trying to stop the church. And we are not, to allow this. I just saw something on Fox News the other day. I actually posted, you know, and I said, time for the church to rise up. The satanic church, you know, they're going into elementary schools and they're doing an after, after school program at elementary schools. They're starting early, you know, and what are you, what, what do you think they're, they're, they're putting on these kids? It's a satanic church. You know, it's a satanic leader. That's doing that. I saw it on Fox News. 
just yesterday, actually. And I'm thinking, dude, we have to use our gifts and talents to change the world, to make a difference. Listen, it's not about buying new cars. It's not about buying new houses. God will give you the desires of your hearts because he says, Matthew, is it Matthew 6, 33? Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be given to you. You know, he will give you the desires of your heart. They will give you the daily manna. You know, he will give you the daily bread. Hey, he just doesn't want us also to navigate, do all his work, and then we're living just... No, he will bless you. He will honor you. He will protect you, you know. But do his work. That's the purpose why we're here. I understand more and more that the gifts and talents that I have is to glorify my king and it's to build the kingdom here so people know that there is a heaven there is a god that is for them because there is life after this life use your gifts for that it's so much bigger than just having a lot of cash having success it's a lot bigger than that god wants us to honor him with those gifts Okay, he wants us to be good and faithful servants with our talents. How exactly God does God want you to use your talents for him? There are two ways. Blessing others and building his kingdom. That's how he wants us to use our gifts and talents. To bless others and build his kingdom. God wants us to bless others. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10 says this. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. As faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. In Peter chapter 4 here verse 10. We are called to use our gifts to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. Faithful stewards of God's grace. Now in that context, Peter was specifically talking about spiritual gifts, right? Like prophecy and healing. Those are supernatural abilities that God gives each Christ follower. But the general idea of blessing others also carries over to talents. In this context, it's talking about prophecies, gifts of the spirit. But it also carries to talents. And it's very important that we understand that. God doesn't give us anything just for our own benefit. Reality is this. You know, I like to remind myself this a lot. I was talking to a pastor two days ago. And she told me her son, who's 15, every night he recognizes that he's a sin. He goes before the Lord and he says, Lord, forgive me for, for the things that I said. Forgive me for hurting my sister today. He's only 15. Forgive me for, listen, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is the way we should walk. You know, recognizing that we are sinners, that we are nothing. And we definitely, definitely need him to guide our steps every day. Oh, I have my abilities, I have my gifts, I have my talents, and I'll just do whatever. No, no. Recognize who God is. So important. <clears throat> Those are supernatural abilities God gives each Christ follower. But it's to bless one another. Listen, Genesis 12 verse 2 says this. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. You will be a blessing. Listen, you're not an accident. 
there's something in you. Sometimes we don't know how to dig in and, 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 and understand. Pastor, when he told me that I was going to be a life group leader, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I have what it takes. I, you know, I've never done that before. And, and, and I was like, okay. And we only had, at that time, we had four. I mean, COVID now has changed a bunch of things. You know, we lost people. People were scared. They're not coming to church. They're watching online. And I'm going to say this. If anyone is hearing this, come back to church. <laughs> you know, we're going against uh, uh, what God wants for our lives. He wants the fellowship of brothers and sisters, you know. What's that verse from, uh, I rejoice when I go to the house of the Lord. You know, I want to rejoice, you know, when I come to the house of the Lord and, and be among the people of God. You know, he doesn't want you to be sitting behind a TV and watching the service. Uh, service and I'll, I'll just give. And no, you're not doing everything you're supposed to do. You have to be here. You know, but it's very important that we understand this. That we need to be a part of what God has called us, you know. And use our gifts and talents to help one another. Let me say this. How can we identify a gift or a talent? I'm going to give you a few things. If you want to write it down, amen. If not, I can send it to you later. But it's important that you recognize your gift or talent. Once again, we all have gifts and talents. Okay? Even when it seems like, oh man, nothing has happened in my life. You know, there's just some need for readjustments. <laughs> You know, but you have a gift and talent. If you can do it or learn it easily, that means a gift and a talent. That means it's, a, it's, it's one of those. If you feel strong when you do it, okay, it comes naturally to you. Okay, just the other day, I, I purchased a, a drum set for Luca. Luca's only four. And I'll show you guys later. If, if you want to see it, I'll show you after this. I mean, we put those drums in front of him. And like yesterday, we were having a worship session in our house. Me playing the piano, Talita singing, Gabe playing the guitar, and Luca playing the drums. He never had classes before. It just comes naturally, you know? If it brings joy to you and others, that's a gift and a talent, okay? You look forward to doing it. You know those things that you like, you're just excited. You know, I'm excited when I travel and help people, when I do missions. I mean, that's that's a calling in my life, you know, just be out there and help people. I'm excited. So if you look forward to doing it, that's something you have in you. You feel like you are in the zone when you do it. Like, oh. You know what I'm saying? In the zone like, oh, it's so cool. This is <laughs> Come on, this is because you have a gift and a talent. When you do something that you like, a gift or a talent, time flies. And you don't see it. You, you kind of don't feel time just going by. You know, because why? You're doing something, you're walking in, you're calling. When, after you've expressed a talent, you look forward to doing it again. Okay, if something that you like doing it again and again and again, that's a talent. Okay, I wish we had more people here, but let me give you some homework. If you can't identify your talent, try to find somebody that's part of your circle of influence and ask them, hey, what do you see in me that makes a difference that you like about me? 
Try to do that and let them answer. Because you were here and, and try to do like three or four people so you can get different perspectives. But you will see that it will point back to one thing that you are good at, you know. Also, it's really good for us to recognize our, our, our greatest weakness, you know, so we can work on it. You know, so ask people that. Hey, what do you what do you see in me that it's my greatest weakness that I have to do better? My is to stop saying yes. I have to work on it. Okay? Uh, it's good that you ask people out there, what do you think I do naturally that is special about me? Something that you just see, you know, those things that you have in you, listen, you don't have to force yourself to do it. It just comes out naturally. It's just spontaneous. You know, it's very important. Let me see here if we want to... You know, I just want to close with this. I just want to close with this. I think it's important that we recognize our gifts and talents. Um, we are walking in a season right now that, like I said before, we can't waste time. And we need to use every tool that we have. Every tool that we have. You know, believe it or not, Kadisha, every person you smile, there might be somebody walking here miserable. They see that smile. That in you makes a difference. You know, I remember, I don't know if I told you guys this. Did I tell you guys the testimony of the guy that wanted to kill himself? And my father was at the airport. Did I tell you guys this before? Did anyone, you remember this, Kadisha? Okay. Uh, I'll share it again before I close. You know, my father loved speaking uh, words of affirmation over people. You know, he's a great communicator. And one day he was flying back to the U.S. It was right after 9/11, and there were there was so much there there was so much chaos. There, you know, going flying during that time, they were doing very very deep uh, um, security check check in and all that. And I remember my father walking into the counter, American Airlines, and he was checking in. And the lady asked him, which I think in Brazil, this is in Brazil, him flying to the U.S., which I think is a dumb question, you know, because if someone is doing something wrong, they're not going to say, you know, they're going to lie. But they they ask you, um, were you the one that packed your bag? Yes. Have you left your bag unattended at any point? Uh, no. Are you carrying any weapons or any explosives or anything? I mean, like, dude, <laughs> you know, he, that question, people, if they're doing it, they're not going to say, you know. But they, are you carrying any explosives or any weapons? My daddy looked at the lady and said, yes, I'm carrying a weapon. And the lady was like, what? <laughs> okay, sir, we need to talk. And my dad looked at her and said, I'm carrying my tongue. You know, and with my tongue, I can bless you or I can curse you. You know, I can bring life or I can kill you, you know, but I bless you right now in Jesus name. That's what my dad said, you know, and then she started, uh, it was a guy actually, he started laughing, but then he, uh, my dad walked in uh, to the um, uh, boarding area and then he was waiting there and suddenly he hears his name, Mr. Wanderly Franco. Please come to, to the counter. Please, Wanderly Franco. My dad goes to the counter, and this lady say, uh, 
we just had a situation where you said something. I need you to follow me. And my dad, oh, here I am. I'm in trouble. So he walks into this room. The guy that actually first saw him was sitting on a chair crying. And then my father didn't understand. And this lady that called him into the room say, well, I'm a Christian. And you said something that made a difference on this guy's life today. And they asked me to call you so he could tell you. This guy actually told my dad, listen, before coming to work today, I purchased a gun already. And I was ready to get my life. I was ready to kill myself and get rid of my life. Because I didn't think there was anything extra for me. But I did say this. If God loves me, give me a sign. And you gave me a sign that love comes from him. By my father simply saying something that blessed him. You know, there's a gift. That smile makes a difference. That hog. You know, I love hogging people. I mean, that. You know, there's, there's, there's an energy when you come in contact with people. That's why I say, come to church. You know, there's an energy that, that, that we pass on to, to each other when, when, when we share that love of Christ. You know, when I'm out there with the homeless, I love them. They're no different than me. They're human beings. We were made from dust and we're going back to dust. They're no different than me. Oh, they stink. So what? I stink sometimes too, you know? But I have an opportunity that maybe they need that opportunity. And why would I treat them separately, differently? No. You know, use your gift to make a difference. In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Amen. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We thank you. We're so blessed to be a part of what you're doing here in New Beginnings. And my prayer every day has been, Father, whatever you're doing, let me be a part of what you're doing. <laughs> I don't want to come with my own agenda, Father. I don't want to come with my own ideas because at the end of the day, it won't work. But if I join you on the things that you're doing, Father, with my gifts and talents, I will make a difference, Father. And Father, I pray that people will have the urgency of preaching the gospel nowadays. I pray that people will have the urgency of inviting friends to come to church. If they don't know what to say, bring them to church. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. Father, I pray that that we will see our gifts and talents, that we will find out. If we don't know, if we still don't have clear understanding of what we were called to, Father, our purpose on earth, Father, if we still don't understand what is it that you want to do through my life, Father, I pray in Jesus' name, through our lives, Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you will give them clearly understanding of their gifts, their abilities, uh, their talents, Father, so it can, be, it, can be, it can be used, Father, to push forward your kingdom, Father, to glorify you and help one another, Father. Father, we love you. We thank you for this ministry. We thank you for our pastors, Pastor Larry, Pastor Tis. We thank you for what you're doing, Father, in this church, this congregation, Father, and I declare, Father, the world's getting worse and worse, Father. The world, it's a mess right now. But us that serve you, our best is yet to come. We love you. We praise you. We're praying your holy name, Jesus. Amen, amen.